0: Yes, people. Welcome back to the Righteous Sinner podcast. Uh, Today we're speaking about Caribbean nationals who view Black Americans as lazy and, you know, less productive. Let's get into it. Where did this? Idea emerge, and how did it take root? We got here at a time when things were relatively easygoing, and we we see how this idea um take root in the Caribbean community where we, we were able to get jobs if we need jobs. So we look and see how many successful Caribbean people rise up through their ranks. And now look, and we're seeing black americans still struggling and we came to the conclusion that they're less productive and lazy but is that true is that just a rebrandishing of the white man's myth of the stereotypical lazy Negro, right? W- where did this idea come from? Um, where were the Caribbean nationals in the civil right era? In the 50s and 60s, where, where were you? What com- Contribution did you play towards the upliftment and the freedom of the so-called Negro? How did you contribute to that? You you got here mid-70s, early eighties, and you know, you work your two jobs, you have your kids send them to school and they they came out successful but you look at your black neighbors which you are you are black but you look at your black American neighbors and you see them still where they were 30, 40 years ago and your
1: perception
0: is They're not trying. But when you've been downtrodden, beaten, oppressed for so long, where do you get the motivation of getting up? You've been beaten down so long, you don't even want to get up anymore. Where do you get the motivation to continue? You know, This is a never-ending question. You know, I I don't think there is an answer for it. I don't think there is one answer. There's many answers. Right? Feel free to comment and to drop me an email if you think you have the, the answer. But, you know, speaking to a friend the other day and um, he's saying how can you say you know you are better than these these people when you don't know what it is to be in their shoe and it's it's true. You have never faced racism back home. You have faced discrimination, yes. But it's your own people who has been discriminating against you. You know, you mostly face classism. You have never really experienced racism. So, you got here. And because you tend to get through much easier than who were here before you, you think that they who were here are less than. you know But do you understand what is what it means to be systematically discriminated against by your own government? To be redlined, to be singled out, to not being able to obtain a mortgage for a property that you think you are able to afford. You know, to be told that you're not welcome in certain neighborhoods, you can't get loans, you know, you can't drive through certain communities without being harassed by. The police. You have never experienced that back home. But you show no sympathy or empathy. Or even try to understand where the blacks, the black American is coming from. I've been through. You're lucky. You're lucky. In being where you are, and quite confident in your future endeavors that it won't be as unfortunate as those before you. You know, historically, black colleges are for a reason, is because they weren't allowed to go to certain colleges. So they have to make their home. Now you could apply to a Yale, Harvard, and you, you may get through. But what was it like 60, 50 years ago before you got here? You know, show some sympathy, show some empathy, right? Because this this is not about just coming here, achieving and looking down on those who were here before you. Because best believe that, White society do not see you as how you see yourself. right? That police that's going to pull you over don't care if you're a Guyanese or Jamaican or Dominican. All they see is a Negro. So don't feel too cocky In thinking that you have arrived, be humble, show some respect, show some empathy for those who have paved the way for you, you know, be humble.